When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oleg in Winnipeg writes in and says, Rod is fighting so hard. My awesome comments. One day I'll win him over for one. Well, at least you're now speaking in first person. The fact that you've been writing in in third person for several years, it, I, will, I refuse to read your comments in third person. So that's why, Oleg, if you spoke like a normal person, I'd read your comment. How about that? How about that? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, hi everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Two-hour time change is a bit of a pain. All right, the moose is here. The moose is loose. We're having a great day. <laughs> hey, Mo- your pillow just fell over. Your Titans, very apropos. Isn't that your just Tennessee a sign, team. hey? Yeah, what's their record now? Yeah, two and three. Yeah, there's a lot two of and two and three teams. A lot of two yeah, and three right teams in the mix. coming out of week five. Go ahead. Yeah, no, they're right. They're right in the mix. Um, but you know, you start putting losses on the board. You know, you get behind pretty early. But they're right in the mix, and in what's going to be a you know a fight of a division all year with Jacksonville and and Houston and Indy. Uh, yeah. I uh, speaking of Indy, did you watch ESPN this morning at all? Yes. Uh, did you see Jeff Saturday on the panel delivering his pancake blocks? You did see it, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, you were talking. Well, that, you mentioned they had P.K. Subban on there, and I was like. That's right. I'm having this brain moment. I'm like, was Jeff Saturday not coaching the Colts just last year? <laughs> now he's back <laughs> on the panel doing his pancake. Did that happen, or did I dream that? I, I had the exact same thought this morning when I was watching it. I was yeah. watching him on the panel. I'm like. He was just coaching. Like, literally yesterday, it feels like he was coaching in the National Football League, and now he's right back on the panel. Oh, man. I had a guy write me on the weekend. Paul Jefferson is his name. uh, From Humboldt, and he said, man, I come for the sports on the RP show, but I stay for the life lessons. And I I chuckle a little bit because I've screwed up, like, literally everything that I've touched in my life, and I'm just trying (laughs) to get people not to do the same thing. And the people that know me real well know that. Um, but the one thing that I would say is just just be happy. People always striving for what they don't have, not being appreciative of what they do have. I want to say that's like 98% of society, and that's a big reason why so many people are unhappy. They're not happy with what they have. And I look at Jeff Saturday because I'm watching this this morning going, dang, he is so good on there. Why can't you just be happy with having won a Super Bowl as a player with the Colts yeah. and being on ESPN, which is less than the 1% of the 1% of people that want to be on there, doing what you do. But no, you got to go coach. He's damn lucky they took his ass back. Don't you think? Especially with all the, cut, the cuts that they made and everything to hold a spot for him to come back. I mean, you're right. He is lucky. And I know he's only on there, you know, certain days of the week. But, man, I mean, that just tells you what they think of him. And there's very few guys and gals in this business and in 
you know, sports in general or in the world that, that have that ability um, and that personality that they're just going to be welcomed wherever they go. So some fun stuff here. Uh, Ryan is watching in upstate New York. And thank you, Ryan, for having me on your show last week. The uh, No Credentials Required podcast. Ryan says, I totally forgot that Jeff Saturday was the interim coach of the Colts last season. So did I. I was watching that today going, did he just coach? Um, I do. Okay, a couple things. John Ohm, who still has not stopped partying from the Jets signing Shifley and Hellebuck to long-term deals. That's the big news. And what's awesome about this show, there's so many awesome things about this show, but one is we can go live to the Jets facility like we did in hour one with Jamie Thomas and break down the Shifley and Hellebuck signings. Seven years each, $8.5 million. There's no reason for negativity or pessimism in Winnipeg. With regards to the hockey team, none. You have no excuse to be down on this team now. Just go cheer for them as they start at Calgary Wednesday night. And as I said last hour, I bet the Jets wish they were playing tonight. And I did see this morning, you probably did too, you said you were watching at the same time. They got the Boston Bruins, for whatever reason, they brought up as the ninth favorite, picked ninth top favorite, ninth from the top favorite to win the Stanley Cup. And like I wouldn't have them anywhere near that with what they lost in terms of personnel from last year, but that's just me. Bergeron and uh, who else? The pa- pastor deck didn't shut her down. No, but Bertu- Bertuzzi's yeah, gone. Krejci, Krejci. David Krejci. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Taylor Hall, which they wanted to get rid of them, but that's just a lot of change. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Darren, I'm just checking the comments here. She says, I love... Allie in Texarkana says, I love how Rod says Sid's and Connor's names. I love it too. It's memorable. (laughs) Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Because that's like, that's Mike Lang, the legendary voice of the Penguins, which he doesn't do the games in. Sidney Crosby. And Connor Bedard. (laughs) If you don't know who Connor Bedard is now, you're living under a rock. Everybody knew yeah. him in Canada, but in America, it's, they're just pumping the hell out of him. It's unreal. Darren couldn't believe the coverage on ESPN. And as I pointed out to you, it's because they're a rights holder. What we did cover last hour, just to, um, for those that just tuned in, we talked about Las Vegas beating Green Bay 17-13 on Monday night football. First Raiders win over the Packers in 36 years. I had to do a, <laughs> huh? Since 1987, that's a fact, Jack. Uh, T. Will from Winnipeg writes in. He goes, did I miss the Shifley hella talk? It was all last hour, bro. All last hour, okay? We got to move on. We can't cater to every single person that shows up here. It's like that coffee shop. Bell rings at the front. Guy comes and sits down an hour late. So, guys, what would you think about the game last night? We just talked about it for the yes. last hour. Show up on time next time. Sorry. Try to give people what they want, but they got to be respectful of our time. And as I said, we didn't even get to what, the, to what the Riders did on the weekend. We talked a lot about the Blue Bombers and the BC Lions as well. We talked a lot about the Alouettes thumping Ottawa. And before we forget, and we will get to that Riders situation in a moment, but the NFL's 
I'll read this. I don't know if you saw me saying it last hour. The NFL's ongoing push for worldwide exposure got another boost on Monday when organizers of the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics delivered a proposal to put flag football on the program when the summer games returned to the U.S. for the first time in 32 years. The IOC will vote on the proposal later this week. Also included on that L.A. proposal were baseball, softball, lacrosse, squash, and cricket. I think a lot about this. People see you and I for two hours a day. They don't see what we're doing the other 22 hours out of the day. They think this is all we do. You know, and for those that are actually yeah. paying attention, because I know some of you are, we spent a week in Charlotte, North Carolina. And Darren, I don't know about you. It was one of the greatest weeks of my life. Beautiful city. Great people to be around. We broadcast six, seven, eight games per day of the USA Football National Flag Championships. It was big time. It was on the Olympic Network. We had, what was the number, 27,000 people watching the streaming alone? Like, people don't understand. They don't get it. But I, I don't care. Somebody stood beside me on the sidelines from Canada, because there was a lot of Canadian teams there, right? We're watching this huge crowd for USA Mexico. And the guy says to me, oh, in Canada, people think flag's no big deal. But I mean, down here, look. And I said, I don't care what they think in Canada. They're behind. By the time they catch up and realize how big it is, we're going to be gone. Not to mention broadcasting the events. You were there. You were right beside me. And Serena, too, she was doing the sidelines. Uh, hey, Rod, the USA football people pulling me aside. Hey, Rod, uh, your guest at halftime is going to be Tory Holt. I'm like, the Super Bowl 34 winner? Of the St. Louis Rams? Yeah, that Tor Yeah, sign me up. Next game, uh, Rod, your guest is going to be Tory Gurley. Green Bay Packers, Cleveland Browns alum. The next game, uh, Rod, your guest is going to be the president and CEO of USA football, Scott Hallam. Just a parade, right, of, of guests. It's a huge deal. I think by oh, the yeah. time people realized what we were doing there, Darren and Charlotte, not to mention just having a hell of a time at the best barbecue place we've ever been in our life. Do you remember the name? Oh, man. No, I don't. When you say it, Midwood. I'm going to slap myself. Midwood. Yeah, Midwood. Midwood. Midwood's barbecue. By the time they'll figure it out, it'll be the 2028 Olympics, and they'll go, oh, that's what they were doing in Charlotte. And we were legitimately five years ahead of them. So what do you think about this proposal? It's huge. And, you know, you, you talk about Canada being behind. And Canada's actually, you know, the flag program at the adult level is, is really strong. And along, you know, among all these countries, I mean, Canada, USA, Mexico, very, very good, right? So there's already a strong base. It's growing. It checks a lot of boxes, right? The uh, decrease in injuries and violence. And, you know, even though while it's still a somewhat physical game, the talent's on display. It meets all those Olympic criteria. It's going to be 111 Eastern. It's 111 Eastern. Continue. Of course it is. Of course it is. So, um, no, it's just fun to be a part of it and be, you know, it feels like, and flag has been around for a while, but it feels like this is the ground floor uh, of of flag football, and it's only going up. And it'll start with the Olympics. It'll get massive exposure. Um, the NFL's involvement is huge, so I love it. I just want to. Well, that's 
the whole other thing. The NFL was all around the NFL people. I had high expectations for what Charlotte, North Carolina were going to be, was going to yeah. be, and it exceeded, the, met and exceeded those. By the way, Scruffy's just texted me for something that I said last hour, so we're sharing a little bit of a chuckle there. But I just <laughs> want to point out, I'm not, I'm not saying Canada as a football nation isn't behind anything, but Canada as a sports nation, as a country, is way behind. And that's my, I'm tired, I'm done clearly trying to convince people <laughs> how many times have i said it just watch oh he's not the voice of the riders anymore is he gonna be okay are you okay you're not with the riders. the riders are dead they're they're not circling the toilet they've gone down the toilet <laughs> when are you gonna wake up and oh, smell no. the coffee we've oh, we've moved no. on to the next thing they're not, they're not going to step outside the vacuum. They're not going to think outside their little purview. Just stop asking me about it. Now, having said all of that, <laughs> I did say that we were going to get around to the uh, CFL thing. And I, <clears throat> the way the next two weeks are shaping up in the CFL is, oh, you better be sitting down. In that... If this works out to fruition the way the people in Calgary were telling me they thought that it would, and I'm saying the football people, not the Stampeders people, the football people. They're two different things. Like there's hockey people in Calgary and there's Flames people. Yeah. You, people are getting, you get it, Darren. I'm just hoping everybody's following along here. The football people in Calgary were saying, eh, we started slow, but we'll get it figured out in the end. Puff always does. Dickie always does. I'm like, were you, were you meaning that if you, Going into week 19, if you beat Sask in your own park on Friday night and then win one of your next two, you're going to overcome the Riders for the final playoff? Is that what you meant? There's no way anybody could have seen this coming. There's no way. And I thought the Riders losing their last seven in a row last year to finish 6-12 and at a year that they were hosting the Grey Cup and having the president say, oh, we predicted this a down year, and people believed it, which is whatever. You come back, and it's worse this year. <laughs> How is this Spicy. being allowed to happen? And I feel like that's the way that we're going. I don't know, but what would lead you to believe that that isn't the way that it's going? I mean, you have to go by the evidence that you see. And unfortunately, you know, there's no evidence to suggest it's going to get turned around. It's unfortunate because there's good people that we like on that team, on the sideline, on the field every week trying to turn this thing around, and, and it's just not going that way. And you thought this week of all weeks was going to be it. The emotion of George Reed, the emotion of the 13, uh, 2013 Grey Cup champions coming back in, one of the best teams we've ever seen. Um, in in Saskatchewan, coming back in. Hamilton, a team that has struggled throughout the year and hasn't been dominant. Um, this was supposed to be a, all the makings of a slump buster and a game that could really turn the tide and lead you to great things in the playoffs. And it was probably, coming out of that game, the lowest that we've seen this team in a long time, in this franchise in a long time. Uh, the lowest. I well, mean, social media was flooded, and you saw it from from Dickie, from Craig, from everybody in the organization. 
the word embarrassing doesn't really get thrown around a lot by the teams and the players in sports. Fans all the time. But it was thrown around a lot coming out of this game, and that tells you how bad it is. I just wonder if they're at any point going to wake up and smell the coffee. Like I saw it too, the whole, how could you? On Plaza Weekend and George Reed's Death Week, play like this. I'm looking at the roster going, who are these people in green? They've been here five minutes. Do you think they give a rat's ass about George Reed or the 2013 Ryder Grey Cup? They don't even know who they are. Give me a break. Like, I don't have any idea who's... I'm not even going to name them because I can't remember the names. This happened and you didn't even notice it. T. Will from Winnipeg says, listening to Rod say the Riders are dead is making me giggle like a schoolgirl. Jeff the Stams fan says, what a dud at Mosaic on such a significant, perfect Saturday. But the real story isn't the team, it's the fans. A half-empty Mosaic confirms Ryder Pride is dead. Will any of you be at McMahon Friday? Uh, well, I won't. I know Darren won't. Probably some of our nope. viewers will. John Ohm. Ohm. Rod's rant. Yes! <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. We'll be back. I, I barely started my thoughts. We might get into those when we come back. On opening night of the NHL season two. We haven't even talked NFL. So hang on. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. The promo code THERPSHOW gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code THERPSHOW. You can thank me later. everybody manscaped has done it again introducing the handyman facial razor it's brand new and not for your junk it's for up top and like every manscaped product tons of thoughts gone into it sleek compact and charges by usb we all have problems fitting our razors into the shaving kit right for road trips not anymore order the handyman today at manscaped.com and get 20 percent off and free shipping with a promo code 
the RP Show. I'm in South Florida. Moose is in the Toronto studio. And are you, Moose, I go back and forth with the cheap <laughs> razor that I bought at Shoppers Drug Mart at the 2022 Grey Cup, where I ran into Glenn Souter. I won't tell you the contents of that conversation while we were both paying at the uh, self-checkout. And he, for those that don't know, was the Troy Aikman of Canada, broadcast-wise, not football on the field-wise. I go back and forth between the cheap one and this really good one. Like, I, how I feel about the handyman razor for a manscaped is I only use it for special occasions. You know what I mean? I don't want to wear it out. This thing is, I'm not joking. And for what I paid for the cheap razor, when I say cheap, it was like 100 bucks, but it was still cheap. You can get the, for the same cost, with a promo code, the RP show at manscaped.com, get a four times better razor for the same price as the cheap ones. There. This thing is awesome. Isn't it, Moose? It's the best. It really is. I, I was impressed. Like, you know, um, I, I was telling you, I don't, I don't like the electric razors. I really don't. And I wouldn't say anything about a product unless I would actually use it. But this thing doesn't burn. Like, it, it just, it's so smooth. It's easy. You know, if you're going, like, the way I think it's so cool is when you're going out at night, you know, and you want to just get rid of the five o'clock shadow, it's like zip, 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 done. You could be all dressed and ready to go and just get yourself a little cleanup and away you go. It's awesome. You, you can't beat it. Oh, it's a, hey, although I was listening to WQEE radio yesterday, driving home from the Keys, and they were playing the long version of the Manscaped podcast ad, right, Ryan, on radio? It was like 90 seconds long. I'm like, we got to trim that thing down. We got to take the Manscaped to the podcast ad. Trim it down a little. Moose. So I know that's not my department, but we got to get on it. Um, from the uh, text line brought to you by EMJ Marketing, 902-518-3033. I'm laughing because of the comments that are coming in from the audience. They're quite entertained today, Moose. That is the idea. Uh, by the way, at EMJ Marketing, they'll provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com and book him today. Jason in Winnipeg says, Rod, you know what really grinds my gears. LOL. I love it. Did I say what really grinds my gears? Did I say that? I don't feel like I did. Or did I? No. Last segment. No. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I might have when I said people just don't understand that I'm not the voice of the writers anymore. Mm. It's only been five years. Like, I don't care. I had a lady text me the other day. You know, Rod, I've, we've been talking about it, and we finally think we, we need to move on and get a new president for the team. I don't care. Janny from Sask writes in on the 902. I was talking to a few of the 2013 Ryder team, and they are all so sad for the state of our organization. We need more than a shakeup in the coaching office. We need a board that gives up. We need an overhaul high up. Well, let us know when you get to that. We'll be over here doing our thing. Kirk in Tirana writes in, 902 line, and he says, uh, Hi, Rod. 150 years, same name, same colors. Again, your lips to God's ear. Argos, blue and white for 150 years. I love that. Quite interesting, too. You know, uh, you got your Jets jacket on there. Last hour, Jamie Thomas from Jets TV saying that Mark Shifley wanted to play for the same team for his whole career, just like Steve Eiserman. I, 
You knew I fell out of favor with the commissioner of the CFL, uh, Jeffrey P. Orridge, when like his first official act was changing the logo. I lost my cotton-picking mind when they did that. It was the 2015 Grey Cup. I, I was there in the convention room, downtown Winnipeg. It was a sur- surprise. We're changing the CFL logo. At a news conference, they announced this, Darren. There was no hint of it getting out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because Dairy Queen's changed their McDonald's changes their logo. Coke changes their logo. <coughs> Heinz Ketchup changes their logo. NFL changes it every five years, don't they? What are you doing? Now, yes, it's grown on me, but I still loved the helmet with the red maple leaf and the CFL in the middle of it. Well, how are you on that? With logos, iconic logos. I like. You see the Baltimore? I like the last one. Yeah, go ahead. I like the last one. Which one? It's what I grew up with. That was good too. Right? That's what I grew up with. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I mean, you're right. The new, the new one grows on you, and it will grow on you over time, maybe. But um, I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, you sit there and you say, well, the old regime didn't put enough thought into the logo. They weren't the right people to design the logo, so we got to redo it. Um, and, and the next regime might think the same way. But at some point, you got to stick with something for a long, long time and build tradition and everything around it. And yeah. a logo is just a logo, but it's a symbol of your league. And I, I, I wish it was, I wish we didn't have so many versions of the logo. I really do. Well, we see it all the time. Um, people come in and want to change things. That was Orange's deal. I'm the new commissioner. I'm going to change the logo. Who did you consult with this? It was like, the, to me, one of the worst moments in Canadian Football League history when they did that. Especially when during the game, all the officials were wearing hats with the old logo. The Grey Cup game broadcast to 150 million people around the world. Did you want to get the refs new hats? Like, we... <laughs> Now we got a holy war going on in the comments section here. <laughs> What's so funny? No, but it's it's true. Like, just just you know, you try and rush it out, and it's like the logo's done. Why aren't we releasing it? Well, you know, you got to get it out. But you're right. Like, you got to make sure that there's no traces of the old logo. If you're gonna do a rebrand, the new logo's got to be everywhere. Ideally, including uh, everybody that's on the field during the game. <laughs> that's why when the day comes. If you, Darren, one day or the fine people at Game Plus Television or WQE Radio just tap me on the shoulder and say, Rod, this was our last show. We're done. I'll be like, thank you. Thanks for the memories. Bye-bye. Because I'm not, I can't sit and fight and argue. Like after that Orange thing, I remember the next year at the Grey Cup, one of the top lieutenants of the CFL, and I don't mind his name saying it because he's not there anymore, Kevin McDonald came up to me at the commissioner's news conference and goes, you know, it's a good thing. You and commissioner need to get along. You two need to kiss and make up. I'm like, he's an idiot. I can't do it. I tried. I can't. Uh, regard, like, you know what, do what I mean? I just can't. Yeah. And he didn't last but another year. Um... 
That's the thing. Like with Batman, Serena and I argue about it all the time. She doesn't like him. I do. Although she's come around on it quite a bit because of the way she was treated at the Stanley Cup final by the National Hockey League. Funny how she's changed her tune. But Bettman, I mean, I sit there and look. I talk like she's in the house. She's not. She's at a conference. She's gone all week. And what do I do? Eat too much cereal until my stomach hurts. Um, but I look at Gary Bettman's time. Global expansion. Made the owners a lot of money. Global expansion. Expansion of the league. 21 teams to now 32 teams. Um, I think find a tough time finding anything wrong with Gary Bettman's tenure. And he was, I'd probably be the first to tell you in the 90s, he was anti-Canada, but he figured it out. That was the thing with Orange. I used to say, after that weekend where they changed the logo, like I was distraught for days. Anybody that knows me would know, you especially, I could barely sleep. Like I'm telling anybody that would listen, CFL stewards, Take Orange and lock him in a closet with a history book and a league guide and directory and a rule book and say, don't come out until you memorize the damn thing. Because you know what? When I started in the CFL, I didn't know any more about the CFL than he did. Or Batman of the, of the NHL, but I learned it. And Gary learned it. And Orange wasn't interested in learning it. Uh, with regards, by the way, we haven't talked nearly enough hockey yet, and we'll come around on that. Matthew Barnaby coming up next segment. But with the Riders sucking again, and they're 6-10, and 10, Jeff Gordon writes in. He's a Rider fan. He came to our Grey Cup party. He says, not an excuse, but could Trevor Harris being healthy help the year? Or is the mental breakdown after the Winnipeg beatdown just part of this team's makeup? If you want to blame injuries... And that helps you sleep better at night. You do what you got to do. In the recovery world, I'm a whatever works guy. Whatever gets you through the night, brah. Sure. Our quarterback got hurt, so we're not going to fire anybody. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. Any thoughts, Moose? I mean, on that, that's just that, that doesn't work, right? Hamilton's quarterback got hurt. They're finding a way to get into the playoffs, right? It happens. Teams' quarterbacks get hurt, and you find a way to get in and, and figure out how to get into the playoffs. So it's just an excuse, no. Um, but, well, man, I see, this show's hey, been a lot of fun. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patrolman Pete says, I swear their first – Patrolman Pete says, I get the impression that, that the CFL head office – other than the commissioner, is filled with a bunch of Toronto people who don't understand the league or its culture at all. I swear their first exposure to the CFL came only once they started cashing paychecks from the league. And I'm not sure if Matthew Barnaby is watching this or not, but this is what a lot of this industry has become. And I can't speak to too many other industries because I haven't worked at any other ones. But it's, it's a lot of people that it's just a job, especially now that I'm here in Miami and I'm going to the Dolphins games and I'm around the people the college, NHL, NBA, it's just a job to a lot of people where it really used to be in your heart, and it's just a job to a lot of people. And that hurts, but that's the way that it is, right? It ain't going back. So uh, do we have Barney logged in yet, Clark? 
Do we have Matthew Barnaby logged in yet? Okay. Moose Walsh, bid you adieu. Have a great Toronto day. All right. You too. Opening night in the National Hockey League, and we'll get to it all with Matthew Barnaby, 18th all-time in NHL penalty minutes when we return. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. We are back and ready to talk some hockey on opening night. And uh, who better to do it with than one of our best pals on the show, Matthew Barnaby, joining us, famed NHL past. Oh, my God, Barty. <laughs> I was... Listen, your name comes up all the time, my dude. Hey, how are you, man? Where are you at? I'm awesome. I'm in Naples, Florida with my son. He's playing for the Everblades in uh, the East Coast League, so I didn't want him driving down 25 hours by himself, so I made the trip, and of course, it's getting a little cold uh, back home in Canada, as you know. So why not stay here for a few weeks and then a few months? So uh, nice to be on the show. Love you, buddy. Buddy, I was just at that Ford Garage restaurant a couple of weeks ago. There's like an antique car over your right shoulder, right? Fantastic. Have the burger. Right or left shoulder. I know exactly where it is. Barney, <laughs> your name comes up because I, I was having lunch with Bill Lindsay last week. How many times would you say you fought Bill Lindsay in your career? I, I think we only fought once. I think it was like very early on in my career, and, and we fought. Great guy, uh, great player. He's so such a big part of that Florida franchise uh, when they when they began. I haven't seen him in a long time, so please pass well uh, my wishes to him. He's a great dude. He was a great player and played a long, long time. A great, grah, unreal guy like yourself. And the one thing he said was. It was in the food court of the Boca Town Center Mall. He's like, one thing with Barney is he never got hurt. He goes, you'd just clock him and he'd st sit there and smile at you. Did the punches not hurt, Barney? Know you know what? I, I never absolutely, I, I never felt a punch. I, I've had over 400 fights, including Junior and that. And it's weird. I, I never felt a punch while it happened. Um, I kind of took myself to a different place when I was fighting and the guys, most of the guys that I fought, you know, Bill Bill was close to my size. Uh, but when you fight the guys like Stu Grimson, you really got to take yourself to, to a different spot. And uh, just psychologically, I, I, I did that. I was able to do that. Now, the next day it hurt or when I got to the penalty box and I was cut, um, it, it might have hurt. But I, I was pretty good at, at, at being in good shape so I could have the longevity in a fight. Uh, to go a long, long time. But ultimately, that's why I retired. I mean, I ended up having 12 concussions, even though maybe I didn't look like it hurt. Um, certainly, it, 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 it paid a toll as, as years went on. 
Uh, that, that was a tough one. And now that I think about it, I think I sat at that exact table. But Billy said, he goes, well, I didn't hate Barney. I just couldn't hurt him. You couldn't hurt the guy. <laughs> so to our poll question today for Key Auto Group, it's who has more points tonight, Connor Bedard or Sidney Crosby? What do you think? Well, I'm going to go with the, 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 the veteran. I'm going to go with Sidney Crosby. Um, Connor Bedard is a special, special person. I haven't said it like, 65 and a half points for for the year it's going to be between him and logan cooley i think uh for the calder uh but man he's he's a special guy to watch but give me Sidney crosby i think he's gonna have a great year again uh is the hype too much i mean you've been down here and i you're like me i assume you've had your television on espn if you've had it on it's all but hard like as much as anything and i'm talking nfl baseball playoffs is it too much or no uh, Any time a guy comes into the league with expectations, the last one we saw like this was was Connor McDavid. We've seen what he's been able to do. I don't think he's going to be anything close to a Connor McDavid. I think that's too much pressure to put on one. But this guy's very mature. He handles the media. Um, absolutely uh, does not phase him at all. I think he's going to be a special player in this league. Uh, but I don't think he's ever going to reach what we've seen with Connor McDavid. He's the best offensive player I've ever seen. Um, just just at this level where he's at right now. But Connor Bedard is going to be a very good player for Chicago for a lot, a lot of years. Well, as you say, he's not, he's not McDavid. He's not Sid. He's Connor Bedard. But I'll tell you what, I love to see them lined up on a target shooting, maybe at our sponsor overtime hockey lanes in Calgary and see who would win. I'd put Bedard ahead of McDavid. Yeah, he, he, he's got the Austin Matthews release. It's it's uncanny, his release that he has. And he's going to score a lot of goals. You know, it, the NHL, like, you look at preseason, he's had a lot of success early in, in preseason. But now he's going to go up against all-star defensemen, the top pairing every single time. So that's going to be an adjustment for him. But we know his shot. We've seen it when he played for Team Canada. Uh, when he gets on the power play and he has time and space, watch out. He's going to score some very nice goals, Austin Matthews-esque. Uh, I saw this come up somewhere. Can't remember where, but I'm going to put it to you. Chances the Vegas Golden Knights repeat as Stanley Cup champions. Good chance or not a good chance in your mind? I'd say not a good chance. It's just it's very hard to do. I have Colorado coming back and winning it. I think they ran into the injury bug a lot last year. Listen, Vegas has a great team. Could they do it? Yeah, but you're giving me another, you know, 14, 15 teams to choose from, Florida, uh, obviously Tampa Bay. There's there's just so many really good teams out there. So to go back-to-back -back is a really, really hard thing to do. And, uh, you know, they're a very good team, but I don't see it happening again. Uh, just sprinkling in some viewer comments, Ted and Red here says, I've read Barney's book, What a Great Read and Stories. Oh, it's fantastic. And as I've said to Matthew, it is as much a, uh, I, I believe, Barney, an inspirational self-help book. I don't know if you meant that when you wrote it or not, but that's, the, that's what I got out of it. What did you get out of writing that book, Unfiltered by Matthew Yeah, Barney? Yeah, um, you know, for, for me, it was about thanking a lot of people, clarifying a lot of things that went wrong and uh, owning up to mistakes that I've, I've made. I'm, I'm not a perfect person. I've certainly made... Uh, a lot of mistakes, but I think overall, um, I just wanted people to hear my side of the story. And then at the other end, you know, 
just just know you you can you can always do better. You, you can always do better. Um, never give up. Always believe in yourself and surround yourself with with great people, and you're going to have su success. So uh, for me, it was you know I, I I think at times I, I might have embarrassed my kids along the way because of um, some stupid things that I did. Uh, those certainly have been cleared up, and I also just wanted to get my side of the story out there. At the same time, giving people an inside look. Uh, to what sometimes happens, whether it's on the road, in a game, uh, and just get my personality out, out there. But it was it was a lot of fun to to, to, to write uh, for a guy that doesn't read many books. Uh, to write one was quite challenging at the same time. Well, it's right top of our coffee table here in Boca Raton, and uh, like I said, <laughs> you talk about not giving up. Every story was got beat up here, got beat up there, got beat up. Very few stories about winning fights, yet you kept doing it and fashioned quite a great career out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 wish, I wish the NHL was more like the UFC or boxing, where if you're 190 pounds or 160 pounds, you fight within a 10-pound gap. I don't <laughs> like that. It's not fun fighting Zdeno Chara and Stu Grimson and Todd Fedorik. Uh, so yeah, not many wins along, along the way. Uh, probably why I celebrated so much when I did win one, uh, because they didn't come along too often. But uh, I guess the old adage, you show up, and I was always there to defend teammates. And uh, I always felt if I was going to be a pest, I was never a heavyweight, I knew that. But I also felt a little guilty if I didn't answer the bell at some point. Now, it was going to be on my own terms, because ultimately, uh, my goal was to help the team win. That's I just wanted to help the team win. If I was going to take a punch or a slash to the to the head or the back of the leg and suck people into penalties and we score in the power play. Uh, I was going to answer the bell at some point, but it was going to be under my terms. You know what, Barney, what's awesome about that is if you're going to be a pest, you want to be the best one. We all want to be the best at whatever we do. And you did that. And like I say, your name came up unsolicited from Bill Lindsay last week over lunch. So uh, yeah, he thinks you're great too. I I'll say this about the Sabres, your old team, where are they going this year, Deeth? How are they going to stay on the rise? I, 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 I really think they're going to take that next step forward. I, I think getting Darlene signed, yeah, $11 million is probably crazy when we think of, you know, he keeps on getting better, but I think in three or four years that contract's going to look really good. Um, Owen Power especially. Like, a lot of good young players up front. Can, can their goaltending be enough? It's still an unknown. Devin Levi was awesome at Northeastern. He was great when he got uh, called up last year. But do they have enough goaltending to get them into the playoffs? And who are you going to take out of the playoffs? I think Boston's going to take a step back. Uh, but the Ottawa Senators are a better team. Detroit's a better team. Buffalo's a better team. And then you have, you know, Florida. And then you got Tampa Bay. And then you got the Toronto Maple Leafs. you got Carolina. All these teams are going to be playoff teams. There's very hard. You when you think of who's going to be in, you have to say who's going to come out. And that's where it gets really hard for Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa. Hey, Barney, last one, because I know you got to have lunch there at Ford's Garage. Great place. Um, <laughs> I Do you know anything about the Andre Vasilevsky situation? Because Tampa opens at home tonight here in Florida uh, to Nashville without an adequate replacement in my mind. Like, it just seems really weird to me that they'd be missing the best goalie in hockey till Christmas and not have another plan at all. 
Yeah, I, 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 I really watched the first five to ten games, and if things go sideways, um, I'm sure Julian Brisbois will make a move. I have no inside knowledge of what it is, and we're ramped up in the football season. I've been a lot of NFL, and now I'm getting into the hockey with it starting tonight. By the way, I have the three favorites. Uh, I got the Golden Knights tonight. Who else do I got? The three home favorites uh, in a parlay. So let's Pittsburgh make some money there, but no, I have no inside knowledge. Uh, on that. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay at home, uh, Vegas, and I can't remember the third of the one off the top of my head. But I got Vegas 10 units. Pits. Cute. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Swerve in Calgary writes in and says, Barney was a showman. We'll leave it like that. I'm sure you'll take it. You've been called worse, Barney. Have a great lunch a at lot. Ford's Garage, man. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Keep up okay. the awesome work, Thanks. man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I love you, pal. Matthew Barnaby checking in from Estero, Florida, and one of the greatest outlet malls you're ever going to find. We'll be right back here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is it, everybody. This is it. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, I'm tell you, I just got a text from Jimmy Finizzi. That is his name. Jimmy Finizzi. He hosts the Rangers podcast. And I'm going to tell you, this podcast that Serena and I started, the Cats and Bolts podcast. If you're going to go look it up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, it's all one word. Cats and Bolts. Cats, the letter in bolts. We cover Panthers and Lightning. The way this thing went along, it was just going to be a Panthers podcast. We got talking to people and realized there's a lot of Lightning fans around here. And there's, I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot of quality talk about the NHL teams in Florida. So we started it and it's going great. And, uh, and then in, been invited on all these other cool podcasts to talk about it. And tomorrow, Chad Minton will be joining us from the Catfish on Ice podcast to talk Predators. They open tonight at Tampa. It's just a whole new world. And it's so exciting. And they've been so nice. I really appreciate that. Last chance to get at me today, 902-518-3033 is the text line. Sports update, the Texas Rangers can advance to the American League Championship Series with a win tonight against the visiting Baltimore Orioles. The wildcard Rangers won the first two games of the best-of-five AL Division Series in Baltimore by scores of 3-2 and 11-8. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Twins will be looking to take a 2-1 lead in the AL Division Series that they're in when they host the Houston Astros. NFL, which we didn't talk anywhere near enough of today, maybe tomorrow. The Las Vegas Raiders snapped a three-game NFL losing streak with a 17-13 victory over the Green Bay Packers last night at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. It seemed to me like a game that neither team wanted to win. Jimmy Garoppolo threw his NFL-high seventh interception, but they still won, and both teams are now 2-3. and three. Packers and Raiders. Sports update brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their core five. Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, 
Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. It's good that we ran out of time, I swear, because as I said earlier on in this show, I didn't, I don't want it to drag. And it doesn't. Uh, thank you, John Ohm. Ohm. Cats and bolts. All one word. Thank you, John Ohm. Oh, my gosh. John says, will you be watching tonight? Number 98, Rod. Does the Pope... Is the Pope Catholic? Does the bear relieve himself in the woods? The answer is yes, of course. I'll be on that podcast with Jimmy Finizzi out of New York, and then I will be watching Kanabadad. I'm going to watch as much of the three games as I can, but I'm pretty sure I won't be staying up for Vegas, Chicago. Uh, from Ryan O'Radio, he says, another great RP show. He's at WQEE, the key in Atlanta, where we are, NHL, uh, Atlanta's NHL show. Ryan, I'm so glad you got your voice back. As a guy said to me one time, a broadcaster without a voice is like a carpenter without a hammer. Isn't that the truth? What do we got? What are you laughing at, Allie, in Texarkana? I know what you're laughing at. David and Winnipeg, great show today, crew. Go Bombers and Jets. Ryan in upstate New York, have a great Tuesday, everyone. Enjoy whichever sport you watch tonight, but we all know it'll probably be hockey. Uh, what do we got popping over here on the text line? 902-518-3033. I appreciate everybody chiming in there i you know i gotta be somewhat careful here janice in saskatoon writes in regarding the abs she goes nathan mckinnon for more points than sid or connor go abs go the question was for just tonight and everybody is uh, voting for the old goat Sidney crosby although i can't say i don't think that he's the goat even for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I would say, Mario Lemieux, that I'm old. Who's with me? Crosby's got more cups, though. It's a good debate. We'd have to ask a Penguins person who's the goat in Pittsburgh, Sid or Mario. But the question was just tonight, who will have more points, Connor or Sid? I'm voting for Connor Bedard because I'm a Connor Bedard guy. Regarding Jeffrey Orge's... Uh, tenure as commissioner of the CFL. She says, Orridge was a stain on the CFL. She was, I guess he left his mark, literally. I loathe that new logo and eat up any classic merchandise I can find. That from Janny. Yeah, I don't know why he had to go change the logo. I don't get why people do these things. But as Frank McChrystal once said to me, if we have a problem with the decisions made by the leaders, I guess we could run and try and be leaders ourselves. No, thanks. From Kevin the Medium, he says, Amazing show today, Rod. Take care. I don't want to be in charge of anybody but me. And that's a 24-hour job. See you, AB. We'll see you all tomorrow at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.